Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. Hi, Adele. How are you? Hi, Jeremy. I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Well, we're back. Two weeks in a row. We're doing it. (laughs) I mean, we promised we would. So here we are. I mean, with this great setup, obviously we're back. It's not too bad. Uh, I've got a different Starbucks mug than I had last time. I'm going with the Canada mug this time. I don't know if you can see that there, but... (laughs) Acting as if he's not the one obsessed with the mugs. I only bought you the one or two. Two, (laughs) at least two. I'm not drinking bubbly now because I've already had my two two bubbly quota for the day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm just drinking water with some Mio in it. Oh, and of course we have Roxy here in case you can't see. She, we just came back from a a nice long walk, yeah, like an hour walk with uh, Leticia and Cabot, and uh, so she's a little tired, which is good because sometimes she's a little rambunctious here, and uh, bothers us while we're doing the podcast. Yeah, that happened a few times when we were in uh, in Vancouver, and we had to put her down, and then you can hear her little pitter patters running around uh, our our hotel there, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, so we're both wearing shirts today that say Rescue All Dogs. Um, it's uh, Do you want to talk a bit more about this charity, Charity Rescue? Well, it's a rescue. So um, I'm pretty sure they're based in Montreal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So Ted, um, I think, has worked with them or at least discovered them. And they have great merch. But of course, they do great work as well for the, uh, the animals that they are able to save and help and, and rehome. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten a few different sweaters, yeah. pieces of merch from them in the past. And then this is actually our Valentine's gifts <laughs> for uh, from me to us, essentially. Yeah. Um, so it says rescue all dogs at the front with nice like varsity lettering. And at the back, it says uh, adopt, don't shop. Which is something we're very passionate about. Yeah, all three of our animals are all rescues. Two came from the Calgary Humane Society, both of our cats, and of course Roxy here came from a rescue, uh, a rescue, a local rescue here in Calgary called Forever Homes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we're big, uh, big advocates of adopt, don't shop, uh, and if you do a little research and discover more of what goes on uh, in the background of like puppy mills and things like that. It's not nice. And that's why we think it's always important to rescue animals. Uh, for example, our little Roxy here, she, uh, she was in a puppy mill. She was a, a breeder dog. Uh, and so that was, that was her life before the rescue took her. And then we fostered her for a minute and a half before we <laughs> fell in love with her. And obviously we're never letting her go now. If you're ever thinking about, getting a new pet we would always suggest to adopt go to Mm -hmm. your local humane society rescue um just to see what animals they do have of course not everyone can some people do have allergies or specific needs Mm -hmm. but if you can um rescue an animal and rehome them it's definitely the best instead of encouraging breeders who are just there for uh making money and uh profiting off of breeding and abusing animals yeah anyways uh, now let's get back to uh aviation yeah. themed episode here uh so what's the first thing we're going to talk about today uh well we're going to bring back something that we introduced last year so our highs and lows yeah yeah so we're going to talk about essentially 
some good parts and some bad parts of our previous flights. Usually what we want to do is our previous week of flying because it's a weekly episode, but of course we haven't done this in a few months. So it's going to kind of incorporate uh, the last few months of being back flying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you want to start? Sure. Um, so my highs would definitely just be flying with a bunch of my previous year's participants. Uh, well, for my class, even from other people's classes, mm-hmm. it's just really cool to um, have had having had them in class, teaching them the job, teaching them everything, and then being able to work with them and having that peer to peer like mm-hmm. equal level of being colleagues and doing the same job and actually thriving and being good at it. So it's really, really nice and rewarding as a former instructor to see your participants actually doing the job and doing it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm friends with a lot of my former <laughs> participants. So it's also nice to just have like a good crew and that good camaraderie uh, throughout uh, like several days of working. Mm-hmm. I always say they grow up so fast, don't they? <laughs> wow. <laughs> What's Excellent. your high? Uh, my high, actually, just on uh, on my last flight going to London, uh, the flight there and the flight back, uh, one of my uh, colleagues, one of the flight attendants, it was her first time ever working in the forward galley, which is kind of intimidating if you've never done it before. Uh, and you see people like people always want like a, a good job being done in the forward galley. And that's where you're taking care of basically everything in the galley. So all the kitchen stuff, all the setup for the meals, counting everything, making sure all the trolleys are done properly. Uh, And if you've never done it before, it's a lot of work. And so the flight attendant on that one, it was her first time doing it. And instead of shying away and asking someone else to do it, she said, no, I'm going to take care of it myself. I've done my research. Uh, And she did a great job, uh, both legs going to and from London. And and I always like to see that. Um, The GP position, as we call it, the galley position, uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, you used to love it back before you became an in-charge, right? Yeah. I used to do them quite often um, when I was Toronto-based and flying as a flight attendant, doing a lot of overseas flying. Uh, and I loved it. It's just, yeah, you have to be organized and it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But I find that when you're busy on flights, the time goes by so fast. So yep. before you know it, yep. even if it's a 10-hour flight, before you know it, you're at your destination and it's like, oh, wow, I felt like we just took off. Yep. Instead of just having some downtime between services and not really knowing what to do with yourself. Yeah. I find that's harder because sometimes you just end up trying to find work, but there's really nothing to do sometimes. So you're yeah. just kind of waiting to yeah. do work. <laughs> so that's why I really liked working the front galley. Um, yeah, because I'm uh, an in charge. Uh, I don't work the galley anymore. So... I have to work in the cabin, which is great. I love doing it. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on to our lows. Do you have a low for the past little bit? Yeah, well, I mean, unfortunately, sometimes you get some great crews and sometimes you get some not so great crews. Um, I mean, they could be from a flight attendant who's lazy. It could be pilots who are not really nice. It could be... Just someone you just don't jive with personality-wise, but you still have to work with them, of course. But you're you're definitely not going to be friends after the flight. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've had I've had some great crews, but I've had some really not so great. Uh, a handful of people, especially in the last like two three weeks. Oh really? I've had some a few, probably like three or four 
uh, people that I had either flown with before or I had never and was a not so great surprise. And uh, I hope I never fly with them again, <laughs> honestly, because, yeah, some of them were combative. Some of them were lazy and some of them just didn't know what they were doing. So it's it's frustrating when, you know, people are – yeah, don't know their job or don't want to do their job or don't like their job. Yeah, yeah, so, no, that's frustrating for sure. Yeah, it doesn't make for a fun experience. And yeah, just mm-hmm. it also makes the job lonely at that point when you don't want to interact with your crew. Yeah. Like you you will for like the safety procedures and what needs to be done, but you're mm-hmm. not going to socialize with them during the flight when you have some downtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Milo, I talked about it last week, but uh, it was having to return to the gate to have a passenger removed from the flight. Again, it's one of those things where I'm glad I did it. I'm not proud of doing it, but it had to be done. And I think we had a safer, more enjoyable flight for both passengers and crew um, because of that. But that would definitely be my my low, my recent low. Uh, so we're going to be doing this every week, just talking about our highs and lows. Uh, yeah, bringing that segment back. Yeah, Perfect. All right, so now we're going to talk about a little something that just changed for passengers traveling through uh, UK airports. Yeah, so it's in the process of changing. There's actually a deadline that's been given to uh, the airports in the UK of June of 2024 that they are now removing the liquid restrictions. That's right. No more liquid restrictions. The only restriction now is any liquids you have must be in a container of no more than two liters. Now, this is huge for passengers, for crew. Now, we're going to go back a little bit and talk about why these restrictions were first put in place. So back in August of 2006, there was, uh, unfortunately, a terrorist plot. They were going to use liquids in beverage containers as explosives on airplanes. Again, the plot was foiled. Uh, The authorities discovered about the whole plot. And then literally that day, Everything changed with aviation when it came to bringing liquids on board. I was actually working that day. And uh, I remember Terminal 2 in Toronto going through anybody with any type of liquid, whether it was crew, passengers, anything. It could have been liquids from a drinking uh, container. It could have been liquid aerosols or gels in your toiletries bag. It could have been a pen. They were even taking pens because of the ink in the pens. Uh, and so that all stopped on that one day when uh, when they foiled that plan. Now... In November of 2006, they actually implemented, you can bring liquids on board, but each liquid has to be in a container, no more than 100 milliliters or 3.2 fluid ounces. And all of your liquids together must be in a one, a one liter plastic bag. So everything has to fit in there. Now, it's been like that ever since for passengers around the world with liquid restrictions. The exception was with crew members, we luckily were exempt from this. We could still bring liquids uh, on board. And of course, that's because us as crew members go through all the different security clearances uh, and things like that. Except for us in the UK, in London, we were still having to abide by the 100 milliliters maximum of one liter bag. Uh, as crew members, when we travel a lot, that's always such a pain. <laughs> Would you agree? Going yeah. through London? Especially uh, if you're unexpectedly sent to London, then you're, yeah. you know, larger tube of toothpaste might get thrown out and when you go back through security in london because 
Well, it doesn't, can't bring yeah, it. It doesn't follow the 100 milliliter rule. So that's something that's changing in the UK. Their deadline is set for June of 2024. They're implementing new security systems. So the actual equipment that they're using to scan the bags will allow them to detect malicious things. Now, this also applies to electronics. Going through the UK starting in June 2024, you should be able to leave all of your electronics in their bags in your bags as well. So computers, laptops iPads, things like that can all stay in your bags as they get scanned through the system. So big change coming for the UK. I think it's for the better. Uh, Once that's all done, I hope the rest of the world implements it too, because we're still going to be having to follow those liquid restrictions everywhere else. That's pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to that as a passenger and crew. And Mm -hmm. yeah, hopefully that spreads to pretty much everywhere else. I mean, I'm sure it will slowly, but they had to start somewhere. So that's super exciting. And the UK is actually where the terrorist plot originated. Uh, So back in 2006, that's where all the flights were coming from. Uh, And so it's good that they're the ones that are kind of like taking the, uh, taking the the lead position on this and fixing that. Uh, Well, not fixing, but finding a solution to that. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you saw this, on social media today. Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm talking to you. <laughs> Roxy's annoyed that you didn't know that. I was talking to you. Shh, it's okay. Um, but remember that great book that we read, Falling? Yes, of course. TJ Newman, right? It's getting turned into a movie. Oh, I heard that someone bought the rights, but I didn't know like it was official now. Oh, that's exciting. And she's the one who's going to be writing the script. That's amazing. That's actually really good. So she's working the screenplay like she's. Yeah, she's writing. So that's like all set into set in stone now. So it's going to be put into fruition. I mean, in the coming years, I'm guessing. I don't know how long it's going to take for that (laughs) to actually come to screen, but that's it's, amazing. It's oh, set I'm in excited. motion, so we're, that's exciting. I'm we're going excited. opening day, you know that, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, so that's exciting. Yeah, we both love the book, so yeah, yeah, I can't wait. And Wonder. we're very impatiently waiting for the release of her second novel, Drowning, mm-hmm. uh, set to release May 30th. Um, so we're definitely going to be grabbing a copy, maybe even two, of yeah. that book once it gets released. Um, and yeah. Hopefully we love it as much as the first one. I'm sure we will. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. yeah the movie will be really exciting. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. We're definitely going to review that one uh, for, for the podcast as well. Um, that's exciting. So that was the, the secret piece of news you wanted to share with me? Yeah, the secret piece of news. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. Uh, what's next on the agenda? You said you had a, a Reddit? Yeah. So, so we've had requests from... Um, some of our viewers before to talk about some of our celebrity encounters that we've had on our flights. Um, unfortunately, we can't really do that because then we would talk about specific passengers. Yeah, we want that- to respect the privacy of of our passengers. Even though we don't really mention our airline, we still want to respect their privacy. Yeah. So it's like when we talk about crew members, we're not going to say names or anything unless they're our friends and they come on the show, right? But so... Um, now that we're, you know, on the Reddit bandwagon, <laughs> I actually found a thread of people sharing stories of celebrities they've encountered on board. Oh, that's exciting. So I can read a few. Okay. Um, obviously, sometimes they're going to be really nice, really fun interactions, but sometimes they're not so great. And mm-hmm. I feel like we've both had those experiences with some yep. famous 
quote unquote people that yeah. we've had on board. Uh, so yeah. So here's a few that I'm going to read and then we can, it's a long thread so we can keep sharing um, little we'll share stories here and there. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so the first one is, uh, I had Samuel L. Jackson on my flight four years ago. Super nice and said he loved the breakfast on board since it's been the same for over 40 years. So many passengers made the snakes on a plane joke, of though. Course. Shaking my head. <laughs> enough is enough. <laughs> um, one of my mom's favorite stories is she was flying next to Samuel L. Jackson's brother. And the guy kept having phone calls where he would talk about his brother and kept name dropping to other customers. <laughs> and every time he did... He would use the full name Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Not convinced he was the brother, but have my mom a good laugh. That's Gave funny. my mom a good laugh, I think, with nice. a typo. <laughs> um, someone said they had Bernie Sanders on the flight. Okay. He was nice, quiet, and didn't want anything. That happens a lot. Uh, he spent the whole flight working on paperwork. He was actually taller than I thought. <laughs> Interesting. Um. Someone had Mario Lopez, oh, slept okay. the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, Jessica Alba, she wore a mask the whole time, didn't order anything, didn't notice this was her since uh, they were just helping uh, other people during the flight. Um, someone had Kelly Osborne, said they oh, were cool. super sweet, flawless oh, nice. skin. <laughs> um, she just had her baby, so she had a nanny with her, but she held her baby the whole time. Uh, she chatted for a little bit. She asked if we had wings to give out to people because it's her baby's first flight. Oh, that's cute. Which we do as well on our airline. Yeah. So yeah. if you ever are traveling with a young uh, child and they're interested in that, definitely ask the flight attendants because I'm sure they'll have a little something or they can do a little something for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. So someone says they're dating themselves, but uh, they had Whitney Houston on board from oh, okay. a... From London to the U.S. Oh, a long flight. They said they were lovely. Uh, she was a beautiful person. And um, yeah, so that's good. That's good to hear. Hmm. Uh, Are you looking for a bad one? <laughs> I'm just like reading through. A lot of people have had the same uh, celebrities. So I want to find different people. Um, someone had Dennis Haskins. Okay, yeah. So he was Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell. Yep. Uh, this person had them twice. Super nice. Even signed a picture with my name without even having oh, wow. to ask. That's nice. Um, yeah. Someone had Flo Rida in the summer of 2022. So quite recently. Okay, yeah. Um, they said it was a horrible experience. Oh, no. His manager slash concierge in quotes was just awful. Um, someone had Matthew Lewis from Harry Potter. Uh, is that Neville? Neville Longbottom? Is it? I think so. Uh, he was really chill and nice. Someone had John Hamm. Super sweet and chill. Sean Mendes. Nice enough, mm -hmm. but wanted to be anonymous. Didn't mm -hmm. want, like, attention uh, attracted to him. Mm -hmm. mm. I've had that as well with certain celebrities that they just, you know, hoodie and, like, Try and lay low sort of thing. Yeah. And I find now if I have a celebrity like post-COVID, they all wear a face mask. And yeah, a lot of them will wear a baseball cap as well. Yeah. So like you literally cannot see their face. Mm -hmm. So unless you have their name on the manifest, 
you, you would wouldn't know. know. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, good so, for them. Honestly, that's a good way to like stay uh, anonymous. Oh, while for sure. Traveling because yeah. honestly, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just to you know, be quiet. Just like you know, be a regular. Be chill. Yeah. Be a person. <laughs> um. Someone said they've had a lot of people. Um, so they said their favorites over the last 10 years have been Bruce Willis, Matt oh, Damon, nice. Oh, nice. Brandon Hunt, Jason Sudeikis, oh, okay. yeah. Chris and Bell, Keith David, Rachel Bloom. My least favorites have been Thomas Jane, Laverne Cox, John Krasinski. Oh. Not because they were bad. They were pretty much very standoffish. Not in a shy way, but in a no, I will not talk to anyone way. Hmm. I get why they're like that, but it was kind of a bummer. Hmm. Yeah, I get it. Especially sounds, if you look yeah. up to some of them specifically, mm-hmm. it would be kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a funny one. Um, so this person said, my girlfriend, who is also a flight attendant, had Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, she MGK, said, yeah. Uh, she said he didn't wash his hands coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we notice this as flight attendants people. We know. We hear. We can if, hear everything. Yeah, yeah. If you turn on, if you flush the toilet, if you flush the toilet more than once. Yep. <laughs> if you wash your hands. If you lock the door, obviously we know. If you go in without socks or shoes. Oh, we cringe when that happens. Yeah. And it does happen, unfortunately. So. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Do you want me to read a couple more? Uh, let's do a couple more, yeah, and then uh, and then we'll we'll wrap this one up. Okay, so someone had Prince. They Aww. said that he was quiet. Handlers keeping everybody away. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a short guy. Yeah, he's uh, well, he was he was right around that five foot mark, right? I mean, they don't say how how tall he was mm-hmm. here. Uh uh uh. Mm-hmm. Some people had MMA fighters. Cool. They didn't say anything about them. Just said that they had them. I I did have an MMA fighter once going from uh, from the West Coast to the East Coast, uh, and of course, me being a huge, huge, huge UFC fan. Is that fair to say? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, when I was doing my introductions, I said, "Oh, hello, Mister So and So," or "Do you prefer to be called?" And I used his his nickname. And, uh, and he just giggled and laughed a little bit. So so that was good. I'm not going to say any names. Um, I actually had a high-ranking uh, executive from the UFC on my flight coming from London. It's not someone that people would recognize, just me because I'm a huge geek. So I had a really great chat with, uh, with that gentleman. Um, yeah, that's my MMA stuff for now. <laughs> okay, last one here. Um, someone said that Patti LaBelle is definitely my favorite, oh, nice. the sweetest lady ever. And they've also had Liam Payne, Chevy Chase, or Chevy Chase, whatever. Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Yep. Spike Lee, the oh, worst. Cool. Oh, really? Kurt oh. Angle and a few NBA players. Okay. Kurt Angle's Olympic gold wrestler uh, and and then joined the WWE and was a pro wrestler for a long time there. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, this thread goes on and on and on. Of course, like, if you're... In flight, or even if you work in the service industry, you probably encounter celebrities here and there. And it's it's just kind of interesting, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. I just take every story with a grain of salt because yeah. you might catch these people on their worst day or just like 
a bad day, they might be tired. I mean, I know when I travel, if it's been a long day or if I'm hungry, Jeremy knows I'm not the best. Hangry, <laughs> as we say. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I try to to just hope that everyone's just maybe having a bad day and they're not bad people to the core. But at the same time, like Jeremy says, it never hurts or costs anything to be nice to people. It's free. So especially if you like your names out there and people know who you are, just like smile and be polite. That's pretty much like the least people could do. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. People's People are going to just be however they want to be. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, well, just to give you a little heads up on some other things that we're working on. Uh, so we are going to be watching the MH370 documentary on Netflix. And so we'll give our sort of review on that. It's a three, there's three episodes in that series. And each one is about an hour and a half long. So whenever we're together, we're going to try and get an episode or two in. Uh, and also one other thing that we're working on is uh, we are huge fans of the show Below Deck, uh, specifically Below Deck Mediterranean. And uh, and so we were going to do a little comparison. We're going to talk about what it's like being a steward on uh, a yacht versus a flight attendant or what we used to be called stewards and stewardesses on an airplane. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, any other suggestions you have, please send them to us. All of our contact is uh, going to be mentioned at the end of the episode here. And if you're on YouTube, you can always comment down below. Remember Mm -hmm. to subscribe, like, save. Bell icon, all that fun stuff. Yeah, comment, (laughs) just saying hi. You know, it Mm -hmm. really helps us grow this podcast. You know, we're Mm -hmm. back. We're trying to grow this again. So Mm -hmm. um, we really appreciate it if you can, you know, something that doesn't cost you anything if you can subscribe, (laughs) all of that. So thank you. Thanks for watching, listening. And also if you're uh, watching on YouTube... I know I've been growing this beard out for a while. Do you think I should keep it or do you think I should shave it or cut it clo- like do a like cut it shorter? What do you think? I think this is the longest it's ever been. Uh yeah, in a yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah. So let us know. Should I <laughs> shave it, keep it? I don't know. <laughs> uh and if you are out there and you are flying, remember to always be nice to your flight attendants because they might have to save your butt one day. Thanks everybody. Bye now. Bye. thanks for listening don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts we have new episodes every wednesday don't forget to follow us on social media at moderate turbulence on instagram at mod turbulence on twitter and follow us individually on instagram at huffy j and at la delvi thank you